2: garrett bush and so many big names it would take me hours to say all of their names the ultimate cleveland sports show booyah and here we are the ultimate cleveland sports show g bush is uh sick again today so I was going to be off today so I got the call in from the bullpen they asked me to come in today so here I am the bullpen earl cute the bullpen I see what earl. you did yeah. there jason's here earl is in today and by the way we're doing a draft speaking of earl we're doing a draft and one thing we can count on with the draft is that earl's going to be a brown's homer which means he's probably going to win the voting i hate these
0: drafts i I'm think told my last night
2: i hate think, these drafts I, i'm trying see I'm, I'm trying to get in his head a little bit yeah. trying to mess with him yeah. trying to pressure him to take other teams we'll see we'll see if it works i don't know by the way, there's two, there's, there, there is uh, a line of delineation, by the way. But if you look at, and I'll give these guys a clue, um, if you look at linebacker, defensive line, and secondary in the AFC North, that's 12 units, but there are only seven that are any good. So really being in the one spot is a huge advantage because then you get the sixth and seventh pick. You've already spent more time looking at this than I have. That's right. <laughs> there's only three teams that have a good defensive line. Yes. There's only two that have good linebackers. I'd say one. No, there's two. Well, all right, one. There's and two and there's two that have good secondaries. That's it. Then you have, you know, the, the third secondaries eh. the other two linebackers suck. Yeah. And the fourth secondary and the fourth D line suck. So we'll see. We shall see. We'll get to that. Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor with a snubbed? We'll get into that. And uh, we'll do some nonsense about the Cavs later, too. Mike is shorthanded because Earl's out here. Anthony's off gallivanting around. I don't know. He's at a Pokemon concert or something. I don't know what's happening. I, I have a
0: question. I, yes, It please. just struck me. Yeah. Shoot, Jason. Is everything Cavs going to be nonsense until April with you? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we'll do some Cavs nonsense at the end. <laughs> what Screw are we talking
2: up. about? I forgot what we're talking about. I'm not about watching any basketball until uh, April. F it. F it. Mike, what are we talking about with the Cavs? I forgot.
1: We are ranking the best young cores in basketball. Oh, See where the Cavs 25 and under right. core ranks. Okay, the best the cores.
2: I think Steve, I'm going to let Steve pick mine for me. Uh, by the way, I forgot. Steve
0: can draft my team too, yeah. by the way. That's fine with me. <laughs> by the way,
2: I forgot to tell, share the story yesterday. So, it's a two-part story. One sucks and the other is funny, I think. So, I took, I meant to tell you yesterday, I forgot. So, I, I, as a Fellow Little League coach, I'm yes. curious your take as a younger guy, Earl. Well, you're not as young as people think, how old are you?
3: I'm 35. Yeah, people yeah, I mean, think I'm young, movies.
2: but you're not that young. Yeah.
3: I'd love to be 35. To <laughs> oh
2: my God, sign up for that a second, A second. Take 17 years away. Oh my God, it'd be amazing. But so here's what happens: a so Sunday. Instead of our regular practice, I took the whole team to the batting cage. Yeah. Because our fielding is where it needs to be at this time of the year. We're doing well with the fielding and the throwing. I'm like, our hitting's still a long way to go. We're going to spend an hour at the batting cage. Just rotating through, rotating through. All right. So, I had – I had. Uh, there's a place out, out in uh, – is it North Ridgeville? Yes. North
0: Royalton, Sportsville? Sportsville, North Ridgeville. Okay. We're going there uh, in a week nice or so. Nice place. Yeah. So, I, the day before,
2: I rent – Three batting cages, yep. right? You can do that yep. for an hour. Yep. So I book batting cages one, two, and three for an hour, starting at ten a.m. Whole team gets there at nine forty-five. We go in, blah blah blah. Okay. Now the bad—I'll tell the bad part of the story first. That right, right at the end, my son took one right in the mouth.
0: Mm,
2: not good. His lip—it looks like he got uh, what is that, that that like some of those celebrity women do into their lips? Oh, the, Botox. It yeah. looks like he got Botox in his lip, <laughs> and it's that bad. We've been icing it. And it helps. But, you know, he goes to camp for seven hours. Can't ice it when he's in camp. So, um, anyway, so he, he's got, but he's going to play. I got to get him right back in there. So he's going to play t- in tonight's game. He got her. He's okay, but it, but it, you know, it looks like crap. But halfway through the time, this guy walks up to me. He looked like he was about my age, maybe a little younger. I don't know, but not too far off. And he's sweating, okay? He's got a bat with him. And he walks up to me and he goes, Can can I use one of the batting cages? I said, there's there's four of the batting cages. Go use them. Yeah. He says, well, those, the slowest miles per hour is 50. And then the three you're using, the slowest is 40. And I want to hit all 40. I said, well, I got my kids here. They're hitting. So, no, you can't. He's like, come on. I'll give you a token. What? (laughs) I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I rented these for an hour. I'm not letting you use it. He's like, I don't know if he said f you or what he said f something and i was like really get, get lost get you know i'm like get out of here <laughs> bullets and
0: fights is the bad
2: like what are you a clown you're in a, I'm, I'm like just yelling at the guy i'm like you're an adult what are you doing yeah let the kids are, need to practice you're an adult go somewhere else and then the guy just scurried off and i was like what an idiot was I a hundred percent in the right yeah, yeah i think right? you were i
0: like really? making fun of you but i can't make fun of you on this.
2: no i mean you can make fun of me fine but like in this case i'm right well,
0: he's an idiot yeah
2: right yeah. i mean like <laughs> what you can't hit 50. You're an adult. If you can't hit 50 miles an hour, what are we doing here? Yeah, what is the point? Yeah. What are what are you I mean, ridiculous. He thought
3: he was going to anyway. bully the bull out of the batting cage. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, and that didn't no, work out for him.
2: That that's not happening. Yeah. So, anyway, but hopefully, you know, my son's okay, so that's good. All right, Mike, what do we got today?
1: Well, we are glad your son is okay. Yeah. We are glad that you stood your ground, and we are glad that Tom Benson Stadium this Saturday yeah. for the Mauler Stal- Stallions USFL Championship will be packed. With plenty of UCSS fans, and that's because we're giving away 32 more tickets from right now till the end of the week, and we're going to give away four right now. So, Earl, you're out on the set. What's up? What words should the people put in the chat?
3: What words should people put in the chat? It has to be one word. One word. Oh, Lord. Lord it is. <laughs> no, championship. Championship. The word is championship, championship. Mike. Championship.
1: And I asked Director Steve. He said number five. So the fifth person to put the word championship into the YouTube chat right yeah. now is going to win a four-pack of tickets to the USFL championship game. Uh, Anthony, I know you're watching from home. Anthony, you got to take care of this from Parma. Shout-out to Parma, by the way, and Anthony, who's working from his bed in Parma. I don't Parma. know if it's
2: necessary to shout-out Parma or Anthony, but okay. <laughs> I <you want> <laughs>
1: right, see one, all right, two, three, four, four, five. It is a Corey McGaugh. McLaughlin, Anthony, make sure you flag down Corey. By the way, you think
2: Anthony washes his own sheets or his mom washes them for him?
1: Well, he lives with his parents. So I'm assuming his mom would wash mom them. Mom washes them. Mom, would, yeah. mom definitely washes sure, them. Really?
2: How old is he? He's like 25, right?
1: Yeah, mom's washed. Anthony just turned 25. Yeah, he's not washing his own Mom's washed. He didn't for. just I, turn 25.
3: He got a birthday coming.
1: Is he just turned? No, he's not 20. He's not 24. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you
3: think if you, like, have a girlfriend, you should be able to wash what, your own sheets?
1: WTF. I do all my own laundry. <laughs> he does his own laundry? Well,
2: yeah. that's actually stupid. You, there's a reason you have your
1: mom there. <laughs> I mean, I could make, make fun of him either way. And Anthony is 25. He's turning 26 next month. Uh, so, Corey won I the really four free tickets. Anthony yeah. will reach out to you, Corey. Get your yeah, email address. We'll Corey, send you those no, tickets. Yeah. And we're going to give away four more later in the show in the second you You're up.
2: Cheer on the Maulers, Corey. They're a big underdog, six and a half point dog in this in this USFL championship. Kudos, speaking of championships, kudos to LSU, who after getting destroyed in Game Two of the College World Series, destroyed Florida last night in Game Three. Are those LSU players look like they're major league players already, like in terms of their size. College should go to wooden bats. Why is college? Yeah, it should. Bats? They should. I'm sure it's all people the money. Love that they're
1: home making. runs, especially in D1. Wild.
2: Like if D3, they want to use metal bats. Yeah, I guess, go
1: ahead. Fine. Division
0: but, One should be using wood bats. Yeah, they should. It does sound cool when it comes off the metal bat. I though. was at the home run derby, the high school home run derby. Yeah. And at, when the All-Star Game was in Cleveland a couple years ago, pre-COVID. Right. And they had high school kids in this home run derby. Yeah. And the high school kids were hitting the scoreboard <laughs> with the with the, uh, uh, aluminum bats. <laughs> yeah, like right. Somebody's going to get killed in yeah, here. Yeah, I know. That's Even that's in that, cool. like, that, that, that's nuts. Yeah. Uh, that is <laughs> funny. I don't know where that I came from. I didn't realize that. No, I don't no, know why. No. But well, bats, I brought guys, up the college world series, but no, yeah. I
2: agree with you on the, on the wood. They play wood bat in like the summer when they play in you my know,
0: son the... is playing in a wood bat travel team, college age, this summer. It's a wood bat league. What do you mean? in a? Co- oh, your older son. Yeah. The okay. oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My middle is one's he... not playing. He looks like he belongs in college. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah no. First home run.
3: First I know, home run. That's
1: awesome. That was a piss missile. It, it, yeah, it was. was
0: a piss missile. It was. 220-ish
3: nice. feet over the Woo. fence. He should have took his time, though. You know, oh, I he raced around? He raced oh, around. He was dude. so excited. <laughs> when you're
0: a kid and you hit a home run, you, <laughs> oh. you just it's like you're in heaven. You're just flying around the base. Off the bat, I jumped up. It's like, oh, my God, I think he did it. I yeah. think he did it. And then where it landed, it was like, oh, yeah. Like, that was a no-doubter. Yeah. He did it. That's he, awesome. I used to
3: have this combination of Manny Ramirez and Sammy Sosa, strut, when I used to, like, you we used to play all the time, so when I would hit a home run, yeah. I try to kind of kick my feet and have my arms out like I was Sammy Sosa.
0: Sammy Sosa business. did have the great hop. Yeah, he did. I've never hit a home. I've never <laughs> hit a home run in my life <laughs> really? over the over the fence. As a kid, that was big doings. That was a big. Did yeah. you guys hit home runs? I, yeah, yeah. I did, but not a lot. I never hit
2: one. There was a kid, my teammate, my in, in Babe Ruth league, his kid named Stanley Jenner would have been. I'm convinced he would have been a major league player, and he stayed off of drugs, but. uh,
4: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: He I, he would bat third on our team. I, I hit fourth. Yeah. I would never, almost never come up with anybody on. I think there were, like, when we were playing 13-year-old baseball, I'm trying to remember the numbers. It's so long ago. But I'll say, these are not the exact numbers, but I'll say... There were probably 22 home runs hit over the fence, wow. and he hit like 15 of them. Wow! Of the 20, I think I had two, and then a couple other people had one or two, yeah. and he had 15. Yeah. This guy was unbelievable. Best kid baseball player in our league I've this
0: summer. Seen. Two kids, two kids have hit it over the fence. AJ and one other yeah. kid. that's it.
2: Yeah, in in Rocky River Little League, we haven't had, I don't think we've had any in the minors this year. Last year, there was one kid who's moved up to the yeah. older levels with I think three or four last year. There's always a couple of kids. I was my friend was telling me real quick last quick story about this kid who pitched in his little league a couple of years ago, his yeah. son's little league. And I actually found an article in the New York post about this kid. He had pitched like 50 innings and had given up one run. The whole season had like 110 strikeouts. Danny Amante. And yeah. He, and he was
0: 22. Basically.
2: right. <laughs> basically. it. Yeah. All right, Mike, what are we getting into now? We're doing some football. We got some
1: uh, rankings. We got some drafts. Let's hit it. Yep, we'll get into some footballs. Want to remind everybody out there, we appreciate everyone who watches UCSS from anywhere you are. Yep. Hit that like button if you haven't. Please subscribe. It takes one click, costs no money, helps us out in the long run. So we appreciate all the good people out there. There was a playmakers rankings list that ESPN put out yesterday. Yeah. That we're gonna run through real quick. We're not gonna discuss necessarily the Browns ranking the playmakers list because it was the final piece of the puzzle for a much broader question. I want to post to you guys. So this was from Bill Barnwell. This is his top playmaking units in the NFL. We're going to run through these real quick. Again, playmaking is running
2: back, wide receiver, tight end.
1: Correct. And this is less about the rankings. This is more about the big picture question I'm going to ask after this. But just so everyone's on the same page, here are Bill Barnwell's top playmaking units in the NFL entering the 2023 season. The 49ers first, Bengals second, Eagles third, Seahawks fourth, Chargers fifth, Let's keep moving, Steve. He has the Vikings, 6, Cowboys, 7, Dolphins, 8, Jaguars, 9, and the Falcons at number 10. Mm. Next list is where the Browns Browns, come in just behind the Raiders at number 12. The Steelers at 13, Saints at 14, Ravens at 15, three of the four AFC North teams in that five some category then the lions bears buccaneers <laughs> this is crazy. Chiefs at 19 of the Bills lions? at 20 the Bills
0: are 20th and the Seahawks are 3rd yep.
1: let's let me just let me just keep finishing this then we'll open up the big well, picture question cool this quarterback is... It's nothing to the quarterback. This is just playmakers. Then you got Commanders, Jets, right. Rams, Broncos, Colts 21 through 25. And to end the list, you have the Patriots at 26, Giants 27. Yeah, who cares? Packers, forget, Titans, forget, Cardinals, forget. Panthers, yeah, who Texans. Who cares? Long point of this was to show that after yeah. all the offseason rankings now, the Browns have come in in the top half of the league in essentially every different category that PFF or ESPN has ranked.
2: For whatever that's worth. It, you know, Take it for whatever paper. it's worth. Uh, I will say
1: though, the, if you look at the Bills' skill
2: position outside of Stephon Diggs, who's really good,
3: I think Gabe Davis is good,
2: but he's just a guy. I mean, he, you know, he's. I like Dawson Knox. If they loved him so much, they wouldn't have drafted a tight end in the first I round. Know, I was pretty surprised by that. You know, so I like comparatively some of these. I think the Ravens are a little too high. I would, I, I would have the Lions. Well, and I mean, the they Ravens. do have Odell now. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> that's worth I, five spots. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the, in terms of where the Browns are ranking wise, I don't know. Can I, can I, can we see the top 10 again? If we think uh, the Browns, well, the be- AFC
1: North rankings, you can take this. The Bengals were two Steelers at 13, just behind the Browns. Well, at but I want to see if the Browns the should Ravens. be
3: moving up a little yeah. higher. I you would have put, the put them ahead of the Raiders. I definitely would have put them ahead of the Raiders I, and the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons was surprisingly high. Yeah, the so Falcons. Falcons, Falcons I didn't love, but high. this
1: this whole thing's less about the individual rankings here for the Browns. My- no,
2: I know, but I but first we want to discuss this for a minute. So let's just put up uh, five through ten, please. All right. Well, let's let's look at the Raiders. Okay, uh, Nick Chubb better than Josh Jacobs, right. but that's not a massive gap because Josh Jacobs is a good back.
1: Jacobs was the first-team All-Pro last year. Nick Chubb was second-team All-Pro. Yeah, pro, I still think most people would back. take Chubb. but oh, it's, Chubb's it's, definitely the better you know, back, yeah. You know, Jacobs
2: had a career season for him. Yeah. Nick Chubb has a career season every year. So, Nick Chubb more consistent, the better back overall. But it's not a massive gap because Jacobs is a good back. Uh, I don't even know who the Raiders' tight end is. I can't. They, well, traded, they just traded Darren Waller. Yeah, didn't they draft a the kid? Did they draft somebody in the first round? No, look at who they They drafted I thought they might have drafted one of those tight ends. So, I mean, David Najoku's okay. Uh, and then their number one wide receiver is Devontae Adams. Uh, their tight end is Austin Hooper.
1: <laughs> oh, and yeah. they, did, they did draft Michael that Mayer at Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, but Dame. Dame, he's <laughs> not
2: there. Michael Mayer's their starter. It's not Austin Hooper. And they signed O.J. Howard, too. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Michael Mayer was a first-round pick. So, they're projecting. See, later, somebody's going to pick the Browns' defensive line high. That's based on projection, not on last year. I don't
0: know, Steve. Who are we taking first?
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well who got the first pick? We'll, I mean, we, well, we'll get to we're that. Get, we'll get to we're, that. We're, we're the get, point we're we're is ourselves.
1: Mike's gonna strangle. Who's us. the
2: Raiders' number two wide receiver?
1: Hunter Renfro, Jacoby Myers, who they signed from. The yeah, League the
2: Raiders Be- I'd take the Raiders skill position over the Browns.
3: Uh, I don't know. I, I think Where are the
2: Browns better?
3: Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore is both better than Hunter Renfro. What about, I think, really.
2: what about Devontae
1: Adams, though? Devontae Adams is. How is, is the Elijah
2: best? Moore better than Hunter Renfro? Where's the where's the facts to back? I'm just there's no facts. I'm just basing that off the Jackson. There's no fact there's factory. Well then I'll take Michael Mayer over David Njoku. No. If we're if we're doing projection. No, no. David Njoku's just a guy. Michael Mayer's got upside. He's a first round pick. I'll take Atkins over Hooper. I I don't that's irrelevant. (laughs) They're both useless. I don't care. Can Hooper run more than three yards without falling down? Absolutely not. As for the Falcons, (laughs) that's all projection because they think what's his name is going to be the next great running back.
1: Bijan Robinson. Uh,
2: I would I would actually put the Browns ahead of the Falcons, but not the Raiders. So uh, the Browns are appropriately ranked. They're right around the yeah. back end of the top 10. The, the
0: Seahawks really third. Well, they're
2: fourth, but 4th fourth? Yes. they've got their wide receivers. Their wide receivers. Very strong, are excellent. Right. Yes. And then uh, Jackson Smith and jig was their third receiver. Now they've got, t- they got the kid, the back they had last year was excellent. I can't think of his I name. Don't remember Kenny, his name. Is it yeah. Kenny Walker. Ken, is it Kenny Walker? Is
1: that his name? Kenneth Walker. Kenneth, Walker. Kenneth
2: Walker. And then they drafted another running back high this year. Uh, I don't know about their tight end. I can't. They got of no
1: offense. Eh,
3: he's 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 okay. Eh, he's at. Eh. It's okay.
2: So I mean, yeah, I don't. Maybe they're a little high. But anyway, okay. Bigger picture, you want to look at the fact that the Browns are ranked in the top half of most of these rankings. To to but the question that Mike wanted us to discuss is: Is there any excuse for the Browns to not have a level of success, which is to me winning double-digit games and probably making the playoffs? I think the AFC. Is so strong that I think you could win ten games this year and not make the playoffs. Absolutely. So, and, what, and what do you do then? Right, I'm not firing anybody in that. It's disappointing, and people are going to be pissed. But I'm not firing anybody. If they go ten and seven, and they're the eight team, and they just missed out because there's other teams that are ten and seven, there's going to be
0: a lot of people that are going to say to fire everybody.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't. Not no. Because but let let's say they win, they win ten games this year. Is there any excuse for the Browns to not win ten games?
3: Earl, go ahead. Uh, I think the only excuse that's viable, that's reasonable is something that was to happen to Deshaun Watson. Nah, I don't want to hear it. I don't like, hear about injuries anymore. If that's the that's only the way for every team. That's the only way. But outside yeah. of that, I think the Browns have all the ingredients to make this a, a great season. You look yeah. at everything they've done as far as additions in the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I think Bill Musgrave was a bigger addition than what people think he's going to help coordinate the run game with Stump Mitchell. You got Alex Van Pelt back in his original role as quarterbacks coach as well as offensive coordinator. We know he had the most success with Aaron Rodgers when he was the QB coach. Uh You got Bubba Ventron as a special teams coach. And then you added specialists to the special teams unit. We already know what Jim Schwartz provides. We already know what you've added on that side of the ball. I think we all can agree that a lot of experts felt like Elijah Moore was better than any wide receiver that was coming out of the draft this year. So if he was in this year's draft, he probably would have been the first wide receiver off the board. I don't I think, know about that. I think everything is there. I don't think that's the case. I, t- to me, I feel that way. And I, 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 and I think to close that out, yeah. you know, Kevin Stefanski going into year four is yeah. finally going to be able to unveil the offense that I think he dreamed of running when he when he initially took this job. I think the, all, right. all the ingredients is there for a great season.
2: All right, Jason, you agree? You have to, you know, forget injury because any team with injury, right. Right. besides injury, is there any excuse for the Browns not to win 10 games? No, of course not.
0: I, I think that's the bar. I, the biggest thing going against the Browns is the division they're in. You know, we talked about the other day. I yeah. kind of laugh at how easy the Guardians division is and just what a meat grinder the Browns division is Right. and and how important that is, especially in the NFL, when you're playing each of those teams twice. But, yeah, I mean, we've said it since the end of last season. There's no more excuses for this team. It's you're all in, and this, this – Nothing would surprise me with this team. They could go eleven and six, and I'd go, yeah, all right. They go 6 11 eleven, I'd go, yeah, well, it's the Browns. Yeah, what'd right. you expect? So it's, I don't know if there's not many other teams that have this high of a ceiling and that low of a floor. Yeah, it's, it's very rare that you'd look at a team that finished in last place in
2: their division and say they better win ten games. Like yeah. that's the bar, but yeah. it obviously is. There's no excuse for the Browns to be bad. I'm, I, obviously injuries, but every team has that same injury excuse. Any team loses their quarterback, they're going to be big, except for maybe the Niners. Um, you know, if Joe Burrow gets hurt, the Bengals are going to win five games this year, uh, six games maybe, seven, I don't know. They're going to, not going to make the playoffs, I can tell you that. So, um, there is there is no excuse. You have to win 10 games. You have to be in the playoff mix. Obviously, we I, I, I want to say they need to 100% make the playoffs. I, I think some people would say that's fair. I don't think that's fair considering – you know, look at the teams. That, like they finished what with the ninth or tenth best record in the AFC last year. Did they any were in of the
1: playoff hunt till literally week eighteen. They were in. At yeah, least but alive not, not in legitimately. The playoff, but, but they were alive till. Week but wh- 18. what
2: did they finish in the AFC? I think they were even lower than tenth. If they, if you know, so there's a lot of teams ahead of them. How many of those teams got worse? Not many. You know, I mean, did anybody get worse? Oh, the teams that finished ahead of the Browns.
1: Yeah. Well, the Titans got worse. Yeah, but, well, the Titans were already crappy. They, I don't well, know. You asked teams that finished ahead. I'm just giving you the teams that finished ahead <laughs> right. who got I mean, worse. I, the Titans got worse. Yeah. We'll just go through. Jets better or worse? Jets better, got better. better. They got better. Patriots better or worse? Same. same. Same, I would say. Steelers better or worse?
0: Same. Probably same. I think they're a little better.
1: Dolphins better or worse? They got Jalen Ramsey.
0: I mean, if two is healthy, they're better, but. Yeah. Who knows? If, yeah,
1: he can, I'll right. say same. I'll say the same yeah. for them as well. Jacksonville, they got better. What
3: did? They, well,
2: they got, I Calvin mean, got really coming Yeah, back, so I think they're better. Yeah. Baltimore, they got better. I think I got Odell Beckham. I, well, I mean, I don't think Odell, but they, you know, they draft. I
3: don't know. I, I like this. I like. I, think, I, they I think, think they're flowers. the same. I think, think
0: they're better because they have the uncertainty surrounding. That's true. Lamar That's fair. Subtle, okay. So I You're right. I better. agree with that. Chargers. I, I'll say better.
3: Huh? Chargers. They're
0: psychopaths.
3: I think they're about the same.
2: Bengals. Probably the same. They got they they got weaker at safety, but they got much better on the offensive line getting Orlando Brown. So I'd say overall it's same.
0: Bills.
1: Same. Same, same
2: although there's some tension now between Diggs and Allen. I don't yeah. know what's going on there, but...
1: And then Kansas City. probably
2: same. Uh, actually, I think Buffalo, if this Michael Mayer kid, you know, t- tight ends rarely have an impact. Uh, not Michael Mayer. Who did they draft in the first? Whoever. Dalton hey,
1: Kincaid. Yeah,
2: if Dalton... Tight ends very rarely have an impact in the first round, but not a lot of first-round uh, tight ends get to play with a guy like Josh Allen, so he could have an impact right away. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was ended up being second on their team in targets. He, that's a push in it maybe because he's a rookie tight end, but
1: I don't know. So I, based so based on that last year— And the Chiefs, 11, obviously. And the Chiefs, yeah. you know, Eleven teams finished ahead of the Browns last year in the overall conference standings. Yeah. Only one of them, we all definitively agreed, got worse.
2: And the Titans were irrelevant anyway because they weren't going to the playoff. So, we know that, like, the Jaguars are most likely going to win the South. And that's it for the South, right? But in the, other, in the other three divisions, between the AFC North, the AFC East, and the AFC West, I mean, you can make a case for almost <coughs> all 12 of those teams making the playoffs. I think the Broncos might be a stretch unless Russell Wilson bounces back. Yeah, I'm
0: not a Russ believer. But I'm not
2: either, but it's not impossible he right. could bounce back. Right. I mean, the Raiders were really bad last year. I think they're a, a stretch too, but you know, and I think the Steelers are also a stretch. I don't see them as a playoff team, but it's not crazy to think any of those teams could potentially make the playoffs, but certainly between the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Ravens and uh, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets. I mean, that's seven teams right there, yep. and only at most six of those seven can make the playoffs, and that doesn't even include the Browns.
3: So, it's tough. Yeah, I think when I look at when I look at the situation, you know, I look at the Chargers, I look at the Browns, and I see yeah. kind of the same situation: two very talented teams that, for whatever reason, keeps underachieving. Right? The Chargers have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, and they they seem to not be able to meet their potential. And I think that's been the same with the Cleveland Browns. But I expect the Cleveland Browns to put it all together. We just went through the list of all the teams that either stayed the same or got worse, but we can all agree the Browns got dramatically better in their coaching staff and on their roster. Yeah, and we but maybe
2: we're ignoring – maybe they're
3: – like we we
2: pay attention to the Browns much more carefully than we do these other teams. Maybe these other teams got better in a position that's not as high profile too, and we're just not as aware of it. Because where, I mean, the Browns, at least in terms of players, only got your, you know, better at defensive line. Did they get better at any other
1: spot, any other position? They got better at wide receiver. Receiver.
3: But how much better did they get? They got better than they were last year.
1: I mean, just the addition of Tillman, Moore, and Goodwin. Yeah.
2: Goodwin's nothing. Tillman is a rookie. We We don't know if he can play. And Moore hasn't done anything in the league. I think they're better. But I'm sure They're there are other teams.
0: They're better at receiver.
2: they but more makes them better. Yes, Jason. But my point is, there are other teams that probably made the equivalent at other positions sure. of adding a more and a Cedric Wilson yes, that we're that not. We're not, not we don't to. know yes. because we're not following those teams closely. So when we say all these teams are the same, probably some of them are better.
0: We're just not locked in you know it'd be an interesting case study if you go back to mikey's original question so they were 12th in the in the playmakers whatever yeah all these rankings run together right so the the rankings that he's talking about yeah so you said that they're top half in all of them is that right
1: essentially yeah yeah quarterback running back offensive line playmakers defensive line secondary and coaching staff not linebacker
0: but i would be curious on and this is a june project and i have no interest in doing i'm just saying like yeah what the aggregate of the Browns compared to the other teams. They're ranking, you know, oh, what I mean. Sure. They're ranking. Yeah. Yeah. I know. They're you 12th here. They're ninth. there. They're right. Sixth. How does that compare to the rest of the division? And then across the NFL, I, how many teams rank? Where, well, that's the thing. My ranked? guess is all four teams would be in the top Probably. sixteen of the league.
2: Probably the Bengals would clearly be at yes. one. But the Browns were probably right there with the Ravens for two with the Steelers just behind it feels like in
0: all of these rankings that we talk about. Yeah, those three teams are all jumbled together. Pick whatever order you want. Yeah, like 11, 13, 15 or 12 seven. They're all clumped together. Yeah, I mean the Ravens Browns
2: and not as much for me, the Steelers, but a lot of people feel like the Steelers are feel like three teams that are in the mix for the wild card Mm -hmm. spots. And it doesn't mean the Browns can't win the division because the Browns have, in my opinion, much more upside than the Steelers or 100%. Ravens because of how good potentially yeah. Deshaun Watson could be. Yeah, the, And the unknown of the defense, and as Earl brought out, brought the point to, they made a lot of coaching changes that we are very positive about. Right, You know, I mean, going to Jim Shore, I mean, what an upgrade
0: at defensive coordinator. You would think. It sure yeah, appears to paper,
2: be that. Yeah, on paper, huge upgrades at D.C. and special teams coach. And those should make a difference. Doesn't always work out right. that way, you know. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, listen, the upside for the Browns is through the roof. The Browns, if Deshaun Watson plays like he did in Houston, the Browns could be in the Super Bowl this year. I don't think that's crazy to say. No, this now not you're not. You know, if you if you ran a simulation and, and you did and you said, well, what's the most likely outcome? Well, it wouldn't be the Browns in the Super Bowl Correct. compared to like you'd put them behind at minimum. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City yes. in the AFC. At, yes. at, at best, you have him as fourth most likely. At best, going into the season. But that's because those teams, we know for sure about their quarterback. Correct. With the Browns, we don't. But if Deshaun Watson plays at that level, maybe not Mahomes, but plays at the Burrow Allen level, which we know he's capable of because he's done it, if he plays at that level, then the sky's the limit for the Browns. They could definitely go to the Super Bowl this year. I don't think that's crazy at all.
3: No. And I hear what you're saying about you know the unknown, the uncertainties yeah. with the wide receivers. But I think there's that can be said for a lot of teams across the league. We talk about the Ravens, right? Todd Monken is their new offensive coordinator. You got Odell Beckham. You got Zay Flowers. Right. So but we're
2: not putting them in that. No, no, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying. But
3: when you speak of well, we don't know if the Browns got better here or there. I think that what all these teams, right? Let's say with your Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. We know they upgraded on offensive line, but it could still be an issue of chemistry, right? So I think that knowing how the NFL changes so much from year to year, yeah. it, it, the unknown, just like the injury factor, is going to always be. That's there. true. There's always teams every year.
2: There's teams you don't expect to be good that are good. There's teams you expect to be good that are not. It happens all the time. Yep. You never and you just like you see a team. You're like, oh, this team's got to be good, and then they then they're three and ten, and you're like, what happened? How did that happen? Or you might be like, why did I ever think that team was going to be good? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but so yeah, it is interesting how that happens, but. Maybe Mike can do that aggregate because I think the Browns would probably be – my guess is they would be somewhere between 8 and 10 when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, that'll take – Which uh, I think is where they are. I mean – A little bit of time to do, but don't underestimate yeah. what, uh, a what long Mike weekend. can do. We do yeah, still have a month before training camp. Yeah, right. We do. We do. Yeah, that actually would be fun. I bet you Jason's pretty spot on that Cincinnati would be five, six, seven spots in aggregate ahead of the other three. Yeah. And then it would be some jambalaya with the Steelers in fourth – and then Ravens and Browns, depending on, by a fraction of a yeah. hair, slightly ahead in that 10 to 15 range. My
2: guess is the Bengals would be between 3 and 5, the Browns would be between 8 and 10, the Ravens would be between 8 and 10, and the Steelers would be between 11 and 13. That's that's my guess. And what other division would have four teams in the top half? Yeah, I mean, there's no bad team in this division.
3: No whatsoever. I mean,
2: I don't know, the AFC East is pretty good too, but top to bottom, the NFC the AFC North is better. Isn't uh, it but, the best? I think it's the best division of football. Am I missing uh, well, Let's see. The AFC East has no bad team either. I don't right. love the Patriots, but they're not bad.
0: No, but I like the North teams
2: better than the West right, teams. Right, 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 Um And then, let's see. The AFC if you South believe stinks. in
1: Russell Wilson, then you can make a quasi-case that yeah, the AFC West. I don't, I don't, I I don't, and I don't like the Raiders. The
2: just, Raiders and... I don't and, like the Raiders or the Broncos. The, the Raiders and Broncos are big question marks. The NFC East, uh, the Giants... I think they're going to go back, backwards this year, in my opinion. And the Commanders.
0: Cowboys are, yeah. are good. Commanders stink.
2: Eagles are North, obviously very the North good.
0: North is better. I think the North is better still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A- what about is- the
2: NFC West? The Niners are excellent. The Seahawks, the Cardinals I think they go is- backwards. The Cardinals stink. The Cardinals yeah. are
1: the worst team in football, so Cardinals. Yeah. that automatically... Yeah. 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 And then, yeah. yeah,
2: the AFC North is definitely the best. Yeah. Because, well, let's line it up with the East. Bengals, Bills, that's even. I would take the Bengals slightly. Maybe I'm biased. What do you guys think? Bengals, Bills, who you think? It's take? pretty close. It's I'm pretty taking even. the Bengals. It's pretty even. You yeah. guys think? All right. I, I would take the Bengals. Uh, second best team based on la- last year would be the Ravens against the? Dolphins. The Dolphins. I mean, I'd take the Dolphins. I'd probably take the Dolphins too. But again, oh, I was going to say I'm worried about Tua, but I'm worried about Lamar's injuries <laughs> yeah. too. So
3: yeah. I, I would take the Ravens. Just to the if I think they got a better defense. Because I agree. They're doing a better there's defense. There's unknown variables on the offense with both teams.
2: I mean, I like the Dolphins' wide receiving core a lot more, but I don't like their running back situation. No, do have any good running backs. Uh, it's close. I would be with Jason lean just a hair towards the Dolphins, Dolphins, but it's close. Then we'll go, let's say let's say Browns against the Jets.
1: We'll find out week 17. That's also very I mean, the close. The Jets
0: won the game last year. <laughs> we all remember
2: that one. Right. Uh, it's very close. Yeah. I mean, the Jets have a lot of good young talent. Yeah, they do. Um, the you qu- mentioned
1: – I forget who the said The quarterbacks
2: that are big question marks. Like, is Aaron – Last year, Aaron Rodgers started to decline. Was that like remember Tom Brady in his last year in New England wasn't quite as good, and then he went to Tampa and he was and he a superstar right again.
0: Up. Or is this the Russell Wilson? Right.
2: Cliff? Is it is Rodgers going off the cliff this year? Because if Rodgers gets back to MVP, Rodgers, then the
1: Jets are a
0: Super Bowl contender. Yeah, they are. Go ahead,
1: Mike. Um, Who said it earlier that the Browns had the biggest? Buster, boom, potentially. Like I it Was, I was, Jason was that Jason? That. Yeah. The Jets have to be right in that conversation, too, right? Jets and
0: Chargers both, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think see, those I, three teams. I
1: don't
2: see the Chargers having a low floor. I think this, the Browns
0: and Jets floors are much lower than the Chargers. Probably, but I could see the whole thing unraveling, and the coach gets blown out, and the whole thing falls apart. But quarterback play, I think they have the most consistent yeah, high I mean, quarterback of all if,
2: of if you tell me, who do I trust the most going into the season? Justin Herbert. Watson or oh, Rogers, it's not it's even Herbert. close. Yeah, uh, maybe not in the playoffs. Although Watson's never done anything in the playoffs either. So I don't know. I just think Earl, it's, I mean,
3: San Diego. Well, the LA Chargers. Yeah. Very talented roster who hasn't met expectations. They got the quarterback. They got the running back. You got wide receivers. You got playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Their secondary is pretty damn good Yeah, as well. they, I mean, they choked so, big time last this year. This is a team that's just like the Browns that you could look at and say, okay, you're not living up to the expectations of your roster. And I guarantee you, if this team don't win a division or this team doesn't make the playoffs or have a deep playoff run, I think changes is going to happen. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it, it would
2: need to if they don't do anything this year. I mean, he was in danger last year already. Yeah.
3: It, it's actually very
2: close. And then you look at the Patriots versus the Steelers. i take the Steelers, but again, it's very close. It's neck and neck between the north and the east. But I, I would lean towards the, east by, uh, the north by the a hair. The
1: AFC is just so much better than the NFC. Oh, my God. It's just not even close. So much better, yeah. In quarterback play, but also in overall team talent, top to bottom, roster spot, one through 53. Yeah, but I mean, if the
2: Browns played in the NFC, I'd be like, oh, they're 100% going to make the playoffs this year. But, Mike, but the than, AFC,
3: you can't say that. Mike, more than that, though, I would say the AFC North has the overall coaching edge. If you look at the staffs that's that's you know put together here in the AFC North, now, I don't know all of the coaches in detail like that with the AFC East, but you look at Harbaugh, you look at Tomlin, you know what you got there. Kevin Stefanski, pretty damn good play caller, still got some things to prove. Uh, Zach Taylor has proven to be a competent head coach, even though people wanted his head. You look at some of the assistant coaches, Todd Monken coming off winning some uh, – National championships at Georgia. You got yeah. Bill Callahan on the offensive line here. So I think that's what gives them the edge is because they're better coached.
1: Uh, let's yeah, see. I mean, just, uh, just thinking that, like, Belichick is the GOAT coach. Yeah. So he gets the edge. McDermott has been really good in Buffalo. Uh, McDaniel just hired Vic Fangio as his defensive coordinator. He's as good as it gets on the defensive coordinator spot. Yeah. Uh, solid. Ah, that's hard like to compare so, yeah. coaches. To it, it's movement. a lot more proven track record yeah. in the AFC North than it is in the yes. AFC East.
2: Let's move on to the uh, to the position draft here. Yes. Mike, this is Jason's favorite topic. He loves this.
0: Uh, Steve, who are we taking? And with the number one pick,
1: go so ahead, we have to We have to determine the order. Okay. And with Steve as my witness, Steve, I'll turn the camera to you. Steve as my witness, Steve, true or false, I have a list randomizer with three people, bowl, Earl and Jason on this list, and I'm going to hit again to randomize this list to determine the draft order. He can yeah. confirm. Are you guys ready? Can I get a drum roll, please, Earl? <laughs> Click button, and the results. Earl to Pearl with Erotapuru. the first pick, and this actually pisses me off because he's the one person I don't want to have the first pick. Earl to Pearl. Don't tell me it's me. It is bull.
0: Okay, good. I don't
1: it want is it. Is bull in the
2: bag now? Because there's only seven useful. Uh,
1: with the second position pick. groups. It is Jason, and with the third and fourth pick, as a snake draft works, it is Earl the Pearl. Steve, will you confirm that I'm not making this up? This is the order the list randomizer generated for us.
2: Why are you, were you rooting against me getting the number one pick? That's rude. <laughs> well,
1: because you said there was only seven teams that There's you thought only were seven confident, so now it's, playing, it's playing into the, uh, the thought process and the seed yeah. you planted earlier. So, for everyone out there, I asked Earl yesterday. I said, Earl. You're on the panel. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure you shine today. You come up with a topic. We'll do it. And he said, all right, let's do an AFC position group draft. So So I have you to blame
0: for this crap. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
3: So how this is going to work is you can
1: pick (laughs) one defensive line room, one linebacker room, and one defensive back that includes secondary – or all secondary cornerbacks and safeties from one team in the AFC North. You have to have one of each. There are 12 possible picks. Nine will be selected, and I am running tag board. while this is happening, so – Bear with me, but Bull, with the now, first Now, it's pick. close for the top pick. Who are you taking? It's close for the top
2: pick, but I think I may have to go homer to get the fans on my side. Oh,
3: not you. <laughs> Wait I, a minute. I, I <laughs> never go homer. Can't
2: teach a new dog. Well, uh, <laughs> <but> day, new <laughs> I'm going to go homer because it's close enough. Even though they're really the second choice, I'm going to take them first. I'll go with the uh, Brown secondary because <laughs> there's only two good secondaries uh, really in these four teams. Uh, one team has an okay secondary with a lot – with some question marks. Uh, and, you know, defensive line, most important position. But there's three really good defensive lines in this division. So, no panic there. Uh, so, I'm going to go with the Browns secondary to start us off. Jason. Even though – well, whatever. I don't that. even know if the Browns are the best secondary in the division. In fact, PFF has the Ravens one spot ahead of the Browns in secondary rankings. Bull is
1: already – But I'm going with the fans, baby. Let's go
2: Brown secondary. Who picked the second, Jason? Go ahead.
0: All right. None (laughs) of my other strategies have ever worked. Yeah. So I'm going to go total wild card. Yeah. With the second overall pick. Yes. And take Anthony Bennett. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I am taking the Ravens linebackers because they are the best group. They're the superior group. I know linebacker isn't the most important position. Ooh, that's a bold move. But there's enough depth elsewhere that I'm still going to get good talent coming back That's up. actually
2: a pretty good move. I think there's one other good linebacking group, but uh, I'm going to take them next because
1: probably Earl won't take them. So.
3: Well, since Bull stole uh, my pick, I got back-to-back yeah. back picks here, right? You do. Yeah, you do. You do,
1: and Tagboard's frozen right now, so just be, be prepared. <laughs> oh, Tagboard is full. Tag board is completely so, UCSS full UCSS right
3: chat, come on, man. You rock with your boy. I need all my land people out here, man. Yeah. With the third pick, I'm going to take, take the Ravens' secondary. He just took the Ravens' secondary. No, he took, took the Ravens' linebacker. took the Ravens' linebacker. Be better, Bull. Be better. I'm going to take
2: the Ravens' secondary. I like <laughs> that's this a good savings. pick. It's actually ranked higher in PFF than yeah, the Browns. I we, shouldn't give that away. We know
3: what Marlon Humphrey is. So, uh, I'm, I'm surprised I'm gonna, by I'm gonna that take pick, that. Girl. I'm going to take that. Then I'm going to turn back around, and I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns' defensive oh, line. Oh, I knew that was coming. Wait, you're taking Who? I'm taking the Browns defensive line. I thought you took the Browns. No, I took Browns the Browns secondary. secondary. Oh, the
0: secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: So, I got the Ravens secondary. I got the Browns defensive line.
0: All right.
1: All right. Well, imagine that was on tag board because tag board is locked okay. up on us. Anthony, way to screw it up from Parma.
0: Jason, you're up. <laughs> well, then you just made my decision easy. I will take the Steelers defensive line <laughs> with T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward. Okay, I like that. Uh, okay. That worked out kind of the way I wanted it to. like that. All right, this is going to be beautiful. I got two picks. I'm going – I'm doubling up on the only two
2: good units left, both on the Bengals. Bengals linebacker, which is, a, in, my, in my opinion, and in PFF's opinion, a very close second at linebacker to the Ravens, and a big drop before the Browns and the Steelers. And then the Bengals D-line, which is third, clearly, but not far behind the Browns and Steelers. Hmm. Browns and Steelers are like top six, and then the Bengals are like eight or nine in the league. So I still, even though I got the third defensive line, there's not much of a gap, and yet... I have one of the two top secondaries and one of the two top linebackers, which neither of these guys can say. <laughs> so, I'm going Bengals D-line and Bengals linebackers. There you go. You guys get to pick from the, the crap that's left. Go ahead, Earl. No, no
0: other good units remaining. Keep that in mind, folks. <laughs> uh, so, what do I need? I need defensive backs. Oh, Jason's up. That's yeah, right. you need defensive you, backs. You Jason take
1: needs defensive backs. Either
2: the Bengals or the Steelers defensive backs.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know, Steve, what do you want? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you which one's better, but well, I guess I should. Steve,
1: Steve does not have an answer for you. This Steve, a,
0: you got to bail me out, man. I never win this thing. I need some help. Can can we pull the audience? Who does the chat want me to take?
1: Yeah, let's see. Let's see what the chat says.
0: Maybe I can, maybe I can win one of these. If I listen to the,
1: to the chat. The first answer in the chat. I'm making it official for you. All it's right. on a 30-second delay, so remember, this is just 30 seconds of dead air that the people will then see later.
2: I will tell you, the Bengals secondary is at least the middle Bengals. of the pack. I was leaning Bengals. secondary sucks. I was leaning I think you should probably just Don't give me the Jason, Just give me the Bengals. Jason, just give Taking the Bengals, all right, Earl. Which
0: bangles. crappy linebacker group? I'm gonna want? go ahead
3: and take the Smith. His burst still is linebacker. Wow, group. over the Browns. Yeah, Alex Smith, man, he's a he's dog a B, out there. D lineman. Yeah, now, yeah, they got him listed to. as a linebacker.
0: He's a he,
2: PFF he's a, has him as a D lineman. Uh,
3: well, I'm looking all at right. ESPN. They got him as a linebacker. So I think my team is better than yours, personally.
2: All right, this is easy. Yeah, it is. Chat. Who won? Who is the only one that has three good units? Mine. That's it. Earl to They know who it is. You have a sh- you have shitty linebackers. <laughs> The Steelers <laughs> linebackers suck. The Bengals secondary's eh. Looking up the YouTube poll as we speak. I mean, I easily got the best team. I just I don't, I don't know about that, the, man. You say
0: that every time. You you know, I got win. the Browns defensive line.
2: All right. I the got, Bengals defensive line, Browns defensive line is basically a wash. I'll give the Browns an edge, but not by much.
3: Okay, secondary. You got secondary, Browns.
2: Browns and Ravens. That's yeah. basically a wash. But I got the Bengals linebackers, and you got the Steelers. The Bengals are way better Listen, at linebackers.
0: Listen, I've got the Steelers front four and the Ravens linebackers. I don't need a second. But nah. we gonna throw Cornback, all over your team? Quarterback's gonna be on the ground. <laughs> as soon as he snap, <laughs> takes a snap. We throwing all over your no, team. No, he's man.
2: gonna be on the ground. Steelers front, the Steelers front uh, defensive line is not really any better than the Ravens or the Bengals. I mean, or the Bengals or the Browns. T.J.
0: Watt and Cam Hayward. Eh, Cam Hayward's eh? getting
2: old. He's getting old. Eh? He's getting You're old. You're gonna eh, two Hall of Famers. Let's go. I got the Browns. If I, if you gave me the Bengals' front seven with the Browns' DBs, I'm winning the Super Bowl. Listen, run, run them both We're votes giving this up.
1: 30 seconds more on Earl the board. Pearl, the run
2: these votes up. Y'all know what it is. Folks, Earl didn't know what the hell he was doing. He, yeah. took, he doesn't even know he's playing linebacker. Yeah. Listen, Alex Smith. Alex Highsmith is hey, a linebacker. Alex Smith, he's a bust-up quarterback. Listen, I'm, a put by, him
3: at I'm a producer by trade. I do these <laughs> stats all the time. He's a
2: linebacker. He's a... He, he's a defensive <laughs> lineman. He don't even know I don't stopping
1: the poll because Go I ahead. like these I like these answers. Go in ahead. third place with 18% of the vote. Adam the bull. What? <laughs> yes! What? Yes! Second place. We with have 30% the dumbest fans the vote, ever. Jason Lloyd. Oh god! And with 52% of the vote. Bring it home. Earl the Pearl for the dub. Steve, put that camera on. You I want to thank
3: my mama for having me. You know, I want to thank uh thank Steve Becker for putting me out here on the panel. I want to thank these, uh, you know, worthy contestants. But, you know, I came through, I did what I you know had to You know what do. I
2: realized is that our fans have now decided that the Browns have a Hall of Fame defensive line. I, I just made it. They I, have so overrated our defensive line. That's not what it is. That they think there's a big gap. or And maybe they like girl. They just want to refer to like the underdog. I think always. that's, I think the, that's just like it. I'm the up and coming man of the it. people, man. He is the up and coming. You can't steal G Bush's line. Well, G telling? Bush
3: is the older, he, he, he's, he, he's, he's, he's on the back side of his career. I mean, you, know, what <laughs> are you talking about?
0: <laughs> you're only like five years younger than him. You said oh no, the the glue factor. I'm five years younger, but we need tw- a headline. Earl crushes G. Bush.
3: <laughs> he's 12 years in the game. G, I know you're watching, man. Oh my god! You, know, you just threw i I'm like the PCC on, on the source up and coming artist. Yeah, the, it is, man. The fans love me, man.
2: Go ahead, Mike. Good
3: for I, you.
1: The poll was brought to us by PCC, but I want to read a couple comments yeah. from the YouTube chat. As we're going through, whenever we do that, it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils. Are looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? Well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Uh, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. I'm trying to change the monitors and read and hit the button to talk all at the same time. I bet it's you most pie. of our
2: fans think Dalvin Tomlinson is the best defensive tackle <laughs> in the division. That's not true.
1: Well, wait. That's I right, want to read not. a couple ch- I want to read a couple chats real yeah. quick. Uh, Joel Ward says I was so close to the end of my first UCSS shout out. Well, Joel, There you go. Uh, Spencer Dyke says Jason has the best team. Of Roberto course, said said bull got zero. KR Thunder said who wants the Bengals to win? Vomit. See, that uh, was Tom DePore says everyone knows the Steelers run a 3-4 bowl. Damn, Be yeah, better that's about you. Uh, Brown BFF BFF listed Alonzo Alonzo Highsmith Whatever.
0: So we got Alex Smith playing linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> and <Alonzo> <laughs>
1: Smith,
0: <laughs> oh My God, this team's old. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read more, Mike.
1: Uh, Cody Clark says we're going to have to get Earl a new set of knees if he wants to be the people's champ. <laughs> uh, <That's laughs> Evan 419 said Mikey McMultitask. That's impressive. <laughs> That's it. Take it 10, there's like full. four things back here. Uh, Chris K says go Earl. And yeah. The Duke of G's. Wow. Is what K.R. Right. said. So. I should have just taken all Browns.
2: Would I have won if I would have taken all Browns? Or would they still have voted for you Earl? You could
0: have taken all Browns because we would have mucked that up.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah we
3: wouldn't to let you do that. That's true. No.
1: Okay, we have a few minutes before the next topic was supposed to start. But I did see something I want to bring up here because, Earl, I don't think you've had a chance to speak on this. And I know, Jason, you're probably tired of speaking on it. But, Bull, this is something that you are pretty passionate about. But, South Palantonio was on ESPN Radio this morning and said the Browns are still right in the thick of it for DeAndre Hopkins. Do you buy that even the slightest? And I don't have any tag, but I don't have any graphics. This this came across my timeline a second ago. You, you do buy that?
0: Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I, I think I said when this started, the longer yeah. this goes, the more I would like the Browns' chance It's a huge move for the Browns. I never felt the Browns were not in the discussion. We're getting to the point now yeah. where, yeah, I, th- I think... His price is coming down. I think it becomes a more logical type of connection now. I think this I've been saying all along. I think like yeah, the Browns wide receivers are better, but a lot of it's
2: projection. They have one get excited as you want. Browns have one proven wide receiver.
3: That's a fact. Yeah, give me some badab because we about but to go there. So there the know. first time I ever was on, on as a panel, I, yeah. I stated this. Yeah, I think that Amari Cooper is a proven thing, but outside of Amari Cooper, it's a bunch of potential. Yeah, it's something that's right. to happen to Amari Cooper. Do you really trust Elijah Moore and DPJ as your one and two? Definitely we, not. No, we, we know Tillman. <laughs> we know Tillman is a rookie. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, he has the speed, but he's a veteran, and I'm not expecting too much out of him. I think if you add DeAndre Hopkins, it solidifies this group as yeah. the second best group in the AFC North behind the Cincinnati Bengals, without question. You want to be able to give your 230 million dollar quarterback that you've invested so many resources in yeah. every weapon to his disposal. We just talked about in the first segment how there's no excuses, and we've already understand that the Browns are all in based on every move that they've already made and so I really feel like the Browns are always in the mix regardless of what the media outlets were saying. I just feel like it's a perfect, I think it's a perfect fit for DeAndre Hawkins and for the Cleveland Browns.
2: Yeah, I
0: hope so, Jason. What what, what do you think? It kind of, I don't want to use this comparison but I will anyway. Yeah, It's not a perfect fit but it kind of feels like the Jadavian Clowney thing. Now, Jadavian is different because he chose to come late. You know, he wanted right. to do that every year. Yeah, But just in terms of like that veteran who's been around and I I, I wasn't, that's why I don't like the comparison because I didn't love the clowny signing even the first time around. But just that veteran who sort of falls through the cracks, who the number gets to be at the right point. Remember, Hopkins visited the Titans and Rabel made it very clear, like, listen, I'm past recruiting. I'm not coaching college anymore. You want to come here? It it felt to me when Rabel said that it was like, listen, you want to come here? Here's our number. We're not going to get a bidding war over you. We're not going to woo you. If you want this, take it. If not, leave it and go somewhere else. And I just get the sense that's how a lot of the teams around the league are are viewing this Hopkins thing. So I'll say what I said when this started. The longer it goes, and now here we are into the end of June, I think the better the odds that he does land here. Would you, if the Browns did sign Hopkins, would you trade Donovan Peoples Jones? I would, yeah. Because I don't think he's coming back anyway. I think it depends what you can get for him. Ultimately. You're not going to get a ton. Although, like, I, and this was stupid. They shouldn't have done it. But
2: remember, the, the uh, Bears gave up a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. Yeah, yeah but dumb. Claypool
0: <laughs> had more of a track record than DPJ. Uh, does he? He was a higher pick, more high-profile. Nah,
2: low he was not a high pick. Claypool? He was like a second-round second round pick. Yeah, yeah second-round second pick. So, yeah.
0: I, I
3: agree with you to that point, but I do think between the two players, I think DPJ is the better player. I don't see the Brown If the Browns was to trade him, you'll probably get what a fourth round pick back, which is F- fourth or fifth, Fourth and then
2: I wouldn't do it. I'm not trading him for a fifth round pick. I just let him walk at the end of the next year. Uh, what's the point? I don't need that fifth round pick. I want to have, I'd rather have the depth. Now, if I could trade DPJ for a linebacker,
4: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: Or another position that I and could maybe use. Maybe you can. Maybe then you maybe can. I would do that. That could be a I don't want to him trade him for a late-round pick. I'd rather keep him as, as a depth-wide receiver, but it gives you some options. Because you don't really DPJ had a nice season Mm -hmm. and he's a nice player, but you don't need him if you get DeAndre Hopkins. Because Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore, you sign and you know you you have for a number of years. You have obviously the kid you drafted this year. I still don't think they're gonna cut David Bell. Maybe
0: they. I mean, if they bring in Hopkins, they're not cutting David Bell. I, but in yeah. year two, after no. they held on, I understand they made. More I don't upgrades. think
2: Marquis Goodwin is 100 percent on this team. No, I don't either. I, I, mean, I don't. I don't what know what is that's he dog. I mean, I mean, I I
0: everybody's like, like, speed is speed, but he's never done anything. I mean, we're going way down the rabbit hole now. Yeah, yeah. But the DPJ, the reason I would trade him is, I just, what you want to maximize the value of the asset, and if you're not going to bring him back next year, if he's not going to be here next year anyway, if you do get someone like Hopkins, right, why lose him for nothing? The good teams find ways to maximize the value of these guys. And that it is a fourth or fifth round pick that valuable, not on its own merit, but it could be bundled with something in the future to move up and down a board. So I think when you
3: look at it, right, we look at the Browns linebacker court, and I think we all kind of scratch our head of how do they view the linebacker position? What type of linebacker are they looking for? If I was to trade DPJ for a linebacker, I would look to Arizona and probably try to see if I can get Isaiah Simmons. I think... He's he... moved to the secondary. They're playing him in safety, I think, this year, right?
1: He's moving to safety this
3: year. Yeah. yeah. So, he, he's he's like one of those hybrid I mean, but guys. To me,
1: he's like
2: DP. He's like...
3: He's uh, like Jock, right? He's like what? Jock. Jeremiah. Uso-Port oh, yeah. Mario. I mean, they, I, I, don't, I don't
2: really want two of those guys. I don't, I don't really like the one we have. I, <laughs> I, I I get what you're saying, but, I mean, I mean, Arizona's a team that you would want to... I don't know if they have any other linebackers. I don't I, think...
1: And, and this is... I don't think I, Isaiah We've we mentioned Simmons before, and whenever we throw hypotheticals out there. Earl, I like the idea. I, I think Simmons would be a good addition to this Browns team. I Does just think get him, JOK
2: but, and Simmons on the same team doesn't make a sense. I also sense. don't
1: think the Cardinals want anyone who's competent on their roster this yeah, year. Yeah,
2: what would they, they – they're not trading for – what? Would, what's the point of them trading for DPJ when they're not playing a win? He's going to well, be a free I agent. I feel like
3: even if they're not playing a win, you got to build with something. He'll be a free agent. Maybe he's a guy that they might want to
1: sign. Yeah, but they could sign him anyway because yeah, he's going to be a free agent too. next that's, year.
2: That's true, I, too. I don't see – to me, you look at a team that's good but could use some wide, re- like help at wide receiver. Like the
1: Patriots or something.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, you're, yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean they're, I, in the,
1: they're in the Hopkins I'm thinking stakes.
2: more more NFC, maybe, but I guess. I it mean, I'm
1: just be throwing better. out teams. I'm not saying yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. I'm just a team that could. I mean, maybe the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. the
2: Giants.
1: You know, what's, good, their,
2: right? what's their linebacker situation I don't know, but like, and they it doesn't have even any. have to be a linebacker, maybe it's another defensive tackle. Because, the, let's face it, the Browns don't have anything proven at defensive tackle except for Tomlinson. The rest of the guys are all crapshoots. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's probably – I guess probably not. I was thinking a veteran running back, but I doubt that's, they would do that. Uh, who knows? Maybe it's an offensive lineman they like. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure, but I if I'm going to trade him, I trade him for a position. I can I, see that
3: being an offensive lineman because you're playing at two guards, $14 million a year, and exactly how much longer are you going right. to be Right. They're going to move on from
2: probably – was Wyatt Teller a free agent at the end of this year? He's no. two years left. Oh, he's two years left? They could probably get out of his contract after this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know
0: what the dead cap money if is. If Wyatt
2: Teller doesn't get back up to that top-line standard, then they'll cut him after this year, I think. Probably. And and move on. So, you know, there's options. I don't think you have to trade DPJ. And, you, you know, it's not a bad thing to have good depth at wide receiver. Certainly not. But uh, I, if I'm going to trade him, I'd rather trade him for a player than a pick.
1: Teller has two years left after this year. Yeah. And it'd be a total dead cap hit of $11 million. I think, oh, so this it's year.
2: two years left after this year.
1: Two years A's East. Under contract through 2025.
2: Well,
0: I still think this is a really big year for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. He had that great year, and he's been injury prone. And, you know, as even though Pedonio's older, like, I'm not moving on from him. Yeah. He, he's the not best. at all. He may be the best guard in the league. So, I, I you know, certainly top two or two yeah. three. Yeah, I don't want to see I, – I, it would be good to see him retire here, no doubt. Uh, all right, so there you go, Mikey. But what, I, that
1: was good. No, no, yeah. no it, was, it came across. It's worth talking about, and I do think Hopkins is a guy who yeah. we would all be excited if he ends up here Absolutely. In Cleveland. He would give them at least another guy to Earl's point, a proven guy on the outside to work with Deshaun Watson.
2: We don't know. Like, Donovan Peoples-Jones is a third receiver in my mind. Agreed. That's agree what he is. That. Like, Elijah Moore, could he be better than the third receiver? Maybe. He was, as you guys said, drafted high, excellent athlete, but he did nothing with the Jets. Okay, and you can say, well, they had bad quarterbacks. Well, Garrett Wilson had a great year last year. Yeah, he did. You know? Yeah, he did. Elijah Moore was pouting in the background because he wasn't playing enough. Well, maybe there's a reason he didn't play enough. I don't know. I like him. I think he's got potential, but it's potential. And the other guys are total wild cards. The Andre Hopkins main may not be at the top of his game anymore, but he's not that far off of it. If you look at a per game basis, he still played at a pretty high level last year. And by the way, I think all the games he missed last year were due to suspension, not injury.
3: I mean, to your point though, Garrett William won. Garrett, Garrett Wilson won Offensive rookie of the year with no quarterback. And when I made the, uh, the argument, you know, uh, adding Deandre Hopkins earlier this month, the pushback I was getting was, well, DPJ hasn't reached his ceiling yet. He's never had competent quarterback play. My counter argument to that is we all watched Josh Gordon, you know, ball out and the Browns have never pretty much had competent quarterback play. Yeah. So I think if you're that dude at wide receiver, you're that dude. And it doesn't matter who's throwing you the football
2: to some degree. Yeah. I mean, I think the Josh Gordon thing was pretty unique in a weird way. And yeah, I mean, a wide receiver is going to put up generally better numbers with a great quarterback than a decent quarterback than a bad quarterback. But in general, I agree with your point. You know who the great wide receivers are, and nowadays they hit pretty quickly. I, Donovan Peoples Jones is a perfectly nice wide receiver. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with him. He's a great I, for the, the value of the 6 round. Absolutely, pick. It's a home run. But absolutely. I think he's about at his ceiling. I think Prob- maybe there's yeah. another level. But I, I agree with Earl. Over. I think he's I think he's at his ceiling, which is nothing wrong with that. He's hey. He's a nice NFL player. He's a he's be in the league NFL a while. player. Yes.
3: If a guy can can get six to seven hundred yards a year, three or four touchdowns, yeah. and he's a six round pick, and we all think he's a third round receiver, that's a home run. But I'm that's not
2: paying that guy run. ten million a year. Not know? at all. I'm not interested not in giving all. him a long term contract. I don't know what he's hoping to get, but I'm I'm not interested in it. Mike, what do we got next?